an overrated, underrated Wednesday here on Canuck Central. That is coming up. It's brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited, your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company helping local business since 1892. If you missed uh, any of the other conversations on the podcast, you can find it Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, that way you never miss it. Had a lengthy discussion about the Lightning and just what makes them so good and so dominant. Joe Smith joined us. Kevin Woodley on Jacob Markstrom's struggles. And a deeper conversation on JT Miller, who is uh, Scott Walker's favorite player. Compared him to Rod Brindamore. And uh, I'm a little bit facetious, but Scott Walker, the former Canucks assistant, really a big fan of JT Miller's. We talked about that yesterday with Scott. and went through some of that today in the opening segment of the show. You can find it all on the podcast, Dan Richo and Satyar Shaw. We ready for overrated, underrated? I can't wait. Yes. So, Sat, you really got the people going today. Also, uh, producer Josh Elliott Wolf. I did not get the people going today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, intern Ben. Here as well. Uh, but Sat, you uh, stirred the masses by bringing yeah. up craft beer as a topic for this. Yeah, so I was genuinely asking this question because, like I mentioned before, I love beer. Like, I really, really enjoy beer. But as I get older, my body rejects beer. I can have one, no problem. Two is really pushing it. Outside of that, it doesn't end well for me. So, I, anytime I go to a brewery, I can try one, maybe two. But then there's so many different beers that I always feel like I'm missing out. I don't quite know yeah. the craft brewery scene, so I was genuinely trying to find out if it is overrated or underrated. Uh, for me, it's overrated. Um, ben, how do you feel about craft beer? I'm not a huge beer guy, Okay, but I think it is underrated. So the 19th hole, you're going what, vodka soda? or? Yeah, I'll do maybe a cider in the summertime. Ooh, very like, nice. kind of refreshing. Josh? I am uh, definitely not. I'm just not a beer guy in general. Okay. So it's overrated to me in general. I I want, like, who goes to a brewery and gets a flight? Because you're always going to end up with a beer that you don't like. You know? So why why are you trying seven different tastes of beer? I think you share it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done that. Like, if you go with, with your partner or something, and then you kind of, like, sip a few different beers. Like, I've done that before. But I always find when I do those things, like, there's a few I don't like at all. And that always kind of ruins the experience <laughs> exactly. for me. But there's only a few that I like. So, I mean, listen, I, I don't want anybody to, to feel like I'm, I'm going after craft breweries. I'm not. I'm genuinely asking the question. And I would say that there are some really, really tasty ones from what I've had. And I have ones that that's taste like juice. Yeah. And I'm like, is this juice or is this beer? I, honestly, if you have to, like tell me about the beer as if you are a wine sommelier like no okay <laughs> oh it's got hops and and uh notes of strawberry and cashews with a final note of leather and chocolate what what who wants all these flavors it's a beer on the same note wine is overrated uh, like wine is great but yeah i'm not a fancy wine guy either I, like I think very... that says more about you guys than it does the, the beer and the wine. <laughs> I feel like it's very Vancouver, though, to 
like go for a bike ride with a bunch of friends. Oh yes. Have a flight of beers and you gotta take the Instagram story. Like, oh, yeah. Everybody's gonna take the Instagram story. Got the blunt it's always for the gram. Yes, yeah. blunt stones are on for sure. <laughs> Uh, so, Josh, we wanted to uh, read some of the listener responses. Right. Yeah, all like 70 of them. <laughs> in uh, so, first one uh, is from Aisha. Craft beer is too vast to even ask this question, guys. Come on. People who, ate bar- people who hate barrel-aged IPAs, stouts, porters, anything other than Lucky or Stella will say craft beer is overrated. Yet they do not even dip their toes in it. <laughs> Why would I dip my toes in the beer? Uh, maybe that's part of it. <laughs> Hints of toe. Hints of fungus. Yes. Yes. I hate those fungus, those toe fungus commercials. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. I don't know. Like that, 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 this listener clearly loves beer. Listen, I, I would say, have you not had a super tasty craft brew before? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I've never really been a beer guy either, though, well, I mean, despite that's, my see, physique, what, what so my I, physique I, might tell you. <laughs> so I think I think very much that you are commenting out uh, on this out of pocket. That's what I think. Oh, I'm not like a six-year-old child that's like, I don't like broccoli, and you've like never actually eaten broccoli. I mean, the only beer you've had from the sounds of it is like, you know, Budweiser, <laughs> the regular I, lagers. No, I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm I, that guy. I'm very much, like. <laughs> and anyway, you, did you almost go Italian there, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> I do like myself a bit of Peroni. You know, like I, I, I they got a great commercial going on right now. Bit of Peroni in the summer on a hot day is perfect. I, I like a lager or a Pilsner. Like those are my two beers, and I don't really v- venture too far away from that. I, the IPAs and all these like hoppy weird things. It's just, it's too much. Uh, it's too much. Yeah, we got one. Uh, I'll read a couple more replies. Craft breweries seem to, this is from best mode. Craft breweries seem to be in competition with each other to see which one of them can brew a drink that tastes the least like beer. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But, but I mean, it's, it's having different options. Since when has having more options of something people enjoy been a bad thing? And then an, another one from Phil. Let's turn beer into a crappy meal. Craft beer. <laughs> that's good, good text that, that's, from Phil. That's pretty much what it is. There, there's just too much going on. There's too much going on. This is the problem with, with, with where we are right now. We, we need too many options for everything. There's too many chip flavor options. Too many soda flavor options. Just have, like, normal things. Why do we have to combine everything to this crazy Because people enjoy fusion. it and they... Have you not seen how much they've boomed the craft breweries? Do you not like the reason I ask this question is because I got FOMO. I drive by these, <laughs> ride by these breweries. People are having a grand old time, tons of beer. And that's, that's the other there's, problem. Like, cool spot after cool spot. Like, how, how is this a bad thing? You you make it sound like this is a dying business. It's booming in Vancouver. No, I just, there's a market it's, for it. It's just not for me. Like anytime I try to go to like R and B or Electric Bicycle or Thirty Three Acres, they also all have weird names. <laughs> We can have more regular names. <laughs> yes, Josh, I agree. Um, brass neck, you know, like there's so many around here, and like there's always a lineup, or it's like super busy. Uh, great, good for you, good business. I like that, but too many options, you know. Like we're we're just we're diluting things. Do one thing really, really well, you know. That's 
That's my motto in life. There's tons of great beer. I mean, it's not like it's not like there's just you need to have one beer that everybody enjoys. I mean, there's light beer, there's dark beer, there's stout <laughs> beer. There are different types of beer. Yeah. The same thing as wine. There are different types of wine. You can't just be like, there's one <laughs> wine everybody likes. Here's a universal wine. Have this one. Uh, this text coming in on the Dunbar Lumber text line. What's a Beda Padoni? <laughs> I was going to ask that, too. I just, I just moved on. Birra Peroni. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Birra Peroni. You get Pepperoni. it? <laughs> Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Also, that is very incorrect text. Whoever says Bira, Merot, uh, Bira Moretti is better than Bira Peroni. No, no chance. Uh, we should move on to some yes. sports ones. Yes. Uh, this one from Ray Hat: The Boudreaux effect, overrated or underrated? Underrated, man. Especially after talking to uh, Scott Walker yesterday. Like Scott, of course, uh, they're good buds, him and, him and Bruce, but... Yeah, just the the idea of changing the entire aura, as Cam Newton would say, around the Vancouver Canucks when they took over. I think that was it was an underrated factor and one that at the end of the year was kind of the lasting message from every player we talked to. Sat. Yeah, you know, clearly Boudreaux has the magic touch. You can't. I don't think you can overstate the job he did. I'd love to ask this question to management, though. Right. Overrated, underrated. <laughs> the Boudreaux effect. <laughs> In an honest moment. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't know if uh, if they're saying underrated, to be honest with you. I feel like Canucks management is hard to please, but uh, that might be a good thing. In the it's end. It's not a bad thing, yes. You know? Uh, this one from Drew. It's like, you can win draws. Here's 12 million. Yes. <laughs> Better to not be that way. Uh, Drew, Markstrom's tenure in Vancouver, overrated or underrated? Ooh. Uh, Marky in Vancouver. Ooh. It's a tale of two, I mean, it's a tale of three tenures, to be honest. So, what was it when, when he finally started to take the reins? Was that 2018? When it was him and Anders Nilsson? I'd say, yeah, 2017, 2018. Yeah, and the first year of the station and here at Sports at 650. Like, it was – they went into that season as as it was going to be a 50-50 split, and by the end of it, Travis Green hated Anders Nilsson. You all remember the practice yes. video. <laughs> that might be strong, but uh, he was frustrated that he couldn't make a save. And uh, Jacob Markstrom really started to, to find himself finally. You know, from there, he had a couple of great seasons beyond that. Hasn't been the same goalie in Calgary. Obviously a Vesna finalist this year, but when the going's gotten tough here in, uh, in in the playoffs, Markstrom just hasn't been there. No, he hasn't. I mean, when he first came to Vancouver, I mean, he was, he played, I think it was a few games, like three or four, and it was really bad. It was like Swiss cheese. Pucks were going through him everywhere. It looked like this guy's never going to figure it out. Then he had a few games the next year, but spent most of it in Utica. I mean, I think it was Manitoba Moose at that time. No, it was Utica then. And then he came up to Vancouver 2015 and 16, and that's when he started finding his game a little bit. And he was a decent backup for a couple of years. And then, like, it wasn't like right away when he started starting. He was great. I remember the first half of that year. And, I mean, you want to talk about uh, takes that age poorly. I remember Dan uh, Murphy asking me on the panel. This was the winter of 2017. So that's the, f- the year, 2017, 2018. Um... No, sorry, it was 2018, 
and it was the second year that uh, he had been the starting goalie. And we kind of saw good Markstrom, bad Markstrom, good Markstrom, bad Markstrom. And Murph asked, is he going to be the starting goalie long-term? And I said, Jacob Markstrom's a good backup. He's not a good starting goalie. And since that point on, he took off. And that's when he started becoming like his top-end goalie. But it took him a few years to get there. Like, it wasn't always great in Vancouver either. It was not. And he's a goalie that fatigues. I mean, we knew that in in Vancouver. And he obviously couldn't make it through uh, the second round against Vegas there. And Demko... Stepped in brilliantly. Calgary doesn't have that guy right now uh, to maybe spell Markstrom and really speaks to the ongoing conversation of do you need two guys even to get through the playoffs nowadays? And one uh, Calgary is uh, maybe learning a lesson right now on that front. All right, what's next, Josh? Uh, Discount Dracula mixing Slurpee flavors. Oof. Overrated, man. Underrated. Just stick to one Underrated. Flavor. Stick to Underrated. one okay, Underrated. Underrated. I, I'm starting to think your opinions on anything food-based. <laughs> That's overrated. Yes. Oh, whoa, there's three flavors going on here? Get it out. <laughs> there should only be one Slurpee. If Dan Riccio, probably. There should only be one Slurpee fa- flavor. Perfect the perfect Slurpee and make that. And that's it. <laughs> no, Only like- one flavor. I don't know. Why do you want to mix like Coke flavor with Blue Freezy? It just uh, it, well, it's different experiences. <laughs> it's strategic too. Like yeah. you gotta like layer it, knowing which one you want first. And yes, you know, like I, I don't mind. The, you know, when you're going out to get an ice cream or a gelato, you know, you get you get a couple of flavors, get two scoops, get two different flavors, but they gotta mix well. You know, it's not a blanket statement. There's certain Slurpee flavors that might go well together. There's others that won't. Well, they didn't specify, but <laughs> mixing, I don't know. I'll get like a like Coke on the bottom, and then, yeah, you get like a blue raspberry or something in yeah. the middle. I don't know. I, I like mixing. White Freezy is uh, probably my all-time favorite flavor. Cream soda. Mm. Oof, just Coca-Cola for me. And cream soda, that fits different. Sat's just a Coca-Cola guy, hey? Yeah. Waiting for a very warm summer day where it actually makes sense to go get a Slurpee. I haven't had a Slurpee in years. The closest thing I've come to having a Slurpee was like having a few sips of a Bellini. <laughs> I live uh, right beside a 7-Eleven. So last year during uh, during the heat wave, oh, yeah. it was it was very crucial. <laughs> Crushing Slurpees. Yeah. I will say sugary drinks completely overrated when it's hot. It makes you thirstier. Yes. I disagree. <laughs> you're still young, Josh. <laughs> you're still young. Yes, I was going to say. You're young and you weigh like 125 pounds. So, <laughs> All right, next. Uh, Sean getting a shave from a barber shop. Oh, this is underrated. All right. Um, it's expensive, though. Like, I don't know. Sometimes you go to the barber shop and you're like, uh Shave? I've never had my – I never had a shave at like a, a barber shop. I've had a haircut. Like a uh, – you've never had the – um, the full like straight blade shave at a nope. at a barber shop. Never. I think you should experience it. Like everybody should, should do I? it once. You know, you just kind of hang back in the chair, have your conversation. Guy takes a blade to your neck. It's totally normal. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, <laughs> and the other question is, have you ever seen me completely clean shaven? No, neither no. of us are. No. Are like really I'll trim all the way. Like right now, I've got rid of my beard, so, but like I don't shave at all. When I do have a big event, I'll even get like the the trim lined up at the barber, like the beard trim lined up proper at the barber. And Going it comes. Back, it generally comes out really nice. Going back I to think. the me being young thing. Yes. I there's just been no point. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Have Josh. you ever used a razor? <laughs> yes. Josh. Yes. But not at the frequency needed to fully enjoy a barbershop shave. Uh, Josh, Josh, <laughs> Josh has got the Sidney Crosby beard going. <laughs> yes. Uh, next from Chef Swagger, sourdough bread. Ooh, so underrated. Yeah. I'm a big sourdough guy. So underrated. What's the, the uh, what's the dip it goes in? <laughs> dip? Anything? There's, no, there's the main one. Tzatziki? Not tzatziki. <laughs> That's pita bread. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, people, I mean, just oh, butter. Oh, spinach dip. Spinach oh. dip. Sourdough, yeah, sourdough, yeah, sourdough spinach dip, really good. I That's mean, underrated. Good bread in general is very underrated. Yes, I mean I love bread. Like a good, you know, freshly baked bread that's got a little bit of crunch on the outside and is soft in the middle. Elites, you dip so you're it. Not a wonder bread guy. No, I'm a wonder bread guy. <laughs> Somebody actually got mad at me asking overrated, underrated, and said, why did you compare artisan bread to um, Wonder Bread? And I was like, why? I'm asking about beer. <laughs> I would say, as far as like freshly baked bread goes, the best freshly baked bread I've had is like a good brioche bun. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll... Brioche sandwiches, brioche bun sandwiches, very, very underrated. Yes. I'll dunk my bread in like a little bit of olive oil and balsamic vinegar. High end. I've seen that happen at Italian places. Very <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Reach doing something Italian. Who knew? Oh my. Uh, Didn't see that coming. This yes. one from Vicky Electric Cars. Ooh. I, can we say overrated? Are we going to get canceled if we say overrated? No, it's, well, why? It depends on the reason. <laughs> I don't think, how can they be, I mean, I don't think they can be overrated, can they? I mean, I, listen, I, I don't pretend to know about cars, Yeah. so I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know. I'd say, outside of being able to get one, because I know they're hard to get, what's overrated about a electric vehicle if you save more money in gas over time? Some people have issues with the... Uh, Can't do road trips, or it's harder yeah. to do road trips. You have to really plan out a road trip. Yeah. You have to find all the, the charging stops along the way. Mm-hmm. I do think once they figure all that out, you can get a longer range. It's just going to be there. There's no way it could be overrated after that. As Vicky pointed out, like you know, you can barely get uh, from Vancouver to Whistler on one charge. Sad. That's a tough look. I don't know. Not easy. Uh, this one from Tom Camping. Oh, overrated. So overrated. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. So overrated. <laughs> I am not a camping guy. Same. <laughs> like. Let me pay here for this spot to sleep outside on the floor. Like, I, why? I mean. To be one with nature. You could be in a trailer. I, mm, that's not, that's glamping. That's not camping. That's I, not really. I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, I can't believe, like, I'm the most adventurous in this. Like, camping's fun. It, it depends on what you, you got to plan everything out properly. It depends on what you're doing, where you're going. You can't go when it's too cold because then you'll freeze your butt off at night. you got to be prepared. That's all it comes down to. You, Dan, seem like an inadequate camper. So when you go camping, you don't bring all you need, and then you find yourself in a pickle. For a guy that doesn't like adding a lot of things to food, you would think you'd be all into camping because... I'm a simple man. Yeah. I'm a simpleton. I will say the best, one of like a top five picturesque moment in my life, all 12 years of it, is <laughs> I went, uh, a few years ago, I went on a hike, an overnight hike in the winter. I forget what mountain it was, but it was somewhere in Chilliwack. 
and we slept overnight. You kind of had, you have to like dig a hole to put your tent in. Sounds awful. It was fine. Um, like dig a hole in the snow to put your tent in. And I woke up in the middle of the night to go to the washroom or whatever. It was a full moon and it was the biggest and brightest I've ever seen the moon and the stars were amazing. And it was something I wouldn't have been able to see if I didn't like camping. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, I will say underrated. Well said. I mean, if you go to a place that has no light pollution and you go at the right time, you can see some amazing, amazing stars, man. All right. I will uh, not give that a try this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one we'll end on is unsigned in reference to Scott Walker analytics. Ooh. <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> I think Scott Walker believes they're overrated. Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> How'd you get that idea? <laughs> uh, that sounds like a fan to me. I don't know what you're talking about. I think... Overrated in the sense of when most people reference analytics, they don't even know what they're referencing. I'd say it's underrated because to your point, like people don't understand what they're talking about. It's yeah. like you guys stole the coin. I mean, it was great. He's like, I hate analytics, but he's like, by the way, Connor Garland's points for sixty better than <laughs> Connor McDavid's. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yes, thank you, Scott, for telling everybody why they shouldn't trade Connor Garland. <laughs> Oh, that was, that was maybe my favorite part of the interview. Like, <laughs> listening to him going off on analytics. But by the way, points for 60. Well, great. <laughs> Figuring out how to play with each other, you know, some different things you can implement into your game. Yeah, I, I, I see how it can work for that kind of stuff. But overall, analytics, not not for me. Uh, all right, uh, that's overrated, underrated. Um, wow, I can't believe how many texts came in. Love the live listeners uh, enjoying uh, overrated, underrated as well. We'll try to incorporate more of your uh, texts as they come in. We do it every Wednesday in the final segment of the show, so be tuning in for it next week as well here on Canucks Central. Quickly before we go, bet on hockey like never before with Play Now Sports, your local BC sports book. Again, we have St. Louis and Colorado going right now, and it's coming up here on SportsCent 650. The Blues are heavy underdogs to stave off elimination here in Denver against the Avalanche, Colorado just one three seven on the money line, which is not great. Putting down a lot of juice for that. But as one texter asked, how do you like the puck line for the St. Louis Blues? Plus one and a half for the Blues is one ninety five on the money line. So you're getting a goal. Personally, Sat don't love playing the puck lines. Yeah, I'm with you on that, especially in these tough situations. It makes it a little bit dicey. But uh, I think one player that you can bet on having a really strong game tonight is Nazem Kadri. Mm-hmm. Uh, had the hat trick in game four. So uh, maybe take a look at Nazem Kadri. All right, that's it for Canuck Central today. We'll send you off to Denver, Colorado, and St. Louis. Can Colorado book their ticket to the Western Conference Final? You'll be finding out here on Sportsnet 650. For producers Josh Elliott Wolf and intern Ben, I'm Dan Richo. He's my co-host Satyar Shah. You've been listening to Canuck Central.